Welcome to episode two of Armchair Judging. Tonight we are looking at Carlos Condit versus Robbie Lawler. And uh, tonight with me I've got Aiden. Say hello. Hello. Trevor. Hello. Howdy. What's the news? Not a lot. We had the dead space on this last one as well. <laughs> we've, I think we've established we are not quite yet the This is a hard question. Someone asked you, what's happening? Work? Work. Yeah, work. Yeah. Work Even if while you're not working. Yeah. <laughs> the usual. Yeah. Cocaine, strippers. Yeah, yeah. The odd, the odd bout of a crack problem, as they call it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a problem. Uh, life is boring. I think it's a solution. You seem to have a handle on it, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, excited for the film? I'm fucking pumped for the film. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. When I was rewatching, I forgot just how good this fight yeah. was. This is a fucking, absolute fucking banger, this fight. Absolutely. You guys watched it live, yeah? I believe I did. Yeah. yeah. I watched this one at the Crown in Melbourne. Oof. That's fancy. Yeah. Look at Mr. Fucking yeah. Fancy Pants over here. Fucking, you guys went to the Crown and you watched. These were live at Halsey. Halsey vs. Halsey. We went to the Crown before then because we were drinking in the morning. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't actually attend a social event sober. No. So what's that? And actually, for the first time I saw Lola Vescon, I'm pretty sure I was drunk. Yeah, I was hammered. It was the thing, like Sunday afternoon, Magpie. Maggie's Club. Drunk. Steaks. It was the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Maggie's. You order your steak yeah, medium Maggie's. rare, it comes out well done. It's like every other bloody restaurant in town. <laughs> Clubs. Club. Clubs. Restaurants. Restaurants, you can get them, but medium well. <laughs> Did you have a look at the odds and purses and whatnot for this, Aiden? Yeah, I didn't get the purse. The odds were even going in, both at minus 115. What's that translate to in Aussie speak? I'm not sure exactly how it translates. So what it means is if you bet $115, then you'll make $100 off if you bet. Okay. Um, I hate American odd system so much. Yeah, 100%. So going into the fight... Uh, Robbie Lawler was 26 and 10 with one no contest. Carlos Condit was 30 and 8. And this was Lawler's second title defense yeah. after the Rory McDonald fight. And this is January 2nd, 2016 at the MGM Grand again. Second fight in a row. Did you have a look at the undercut? I didn't actually. I do, I do have in front of me the payouts. Do we want to do that now yeah, or, yeah. or at the end? Yeah. yeah so, I've got, so I've got, with UFC, obviously they're often very notorious for not disclosing full amounts yes. and there's a lot of backroom bonuses. Wait, wait, is this before or post Reebok? I think it was before because yeah. I'm not getting anything about compliance okay. bonuses. Yeah. Um, so we have Robbie Lawler getting $500,000 without a win bonus uh, and Carlos Conda getting three hundred and fifty. But again, with the UFC, we don't have... These are just what's reported. I hope they were getting more because that's pretty... I would like to think <laughs> after a fight like this, they both would have been sitting yeah. comfortably. Otherwise, why would you do it? Because yeah. these guys, they beat um, the absolute tire out of each other, let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. On the undercard, notably, uh, Stipe splattered Arlovsky. Brian Ortega, who was very young at the time, fought uh, Brandau. 
And Dustin Poirier was on the fight pass prelim. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Man. Another thing I thought worth mentioning before we get into the fight is the absolute the horror streak Lawler had been on before this. Not horror as in he was losing, but the fights were all brutal. So the two Hendrix fights were brutal. The Matt Brown fight was brutal and the Roy McDonald fight was brutal. And this fight was brutal. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I think that sums up Lawler's career. Just brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, at least at this point his career was training again. There was a large, large period in his career where he was just like not training, just yeah. up fighting and it was... It was that's the thing that's really impressive yes. about it. Apparently he didn't spar when he was like just starting. Really? Imagine any boxer or anything not ever sparring and just rocking up to the fight. Like, <laughs> it'd, that'd be terrible. They'd just get knocked yeah. out every time. And um, he spent a long time all over the place, didn't he? Strike balls and yep. all the shit between the real early days when he was fighting Nick Diaz and stuff. Yeah. And then he fought Melvin, never pronounced his name, Manolith. Manouf. Manouf. In, uh, <laughs> in Strike Force, getting the absolute tough beat out of him before he just landed one big old shot. Yeah, that is. I've seen that. That's brutal. Commentary tonight, we've got the classic duo, Rogan and uh, what's his name? Goldberg. Goldberg, Goldberg yeah. Mm. I, Goldberg, as annoying as he is, I kind of miss him. Like, oh, I totally. Because <laughs> he just said the stuff, you like the stats, basically. Yeah, yeah, but he also says, like, a lot of, like, nonsense, kind of just platitudes and, like, yeah. Like, he doesn't want to hear someone, like, always announcing people the exact same way. Yeah. Tyro loves kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it was a, if it was a big fight, everyone got a little bit of a chill when you got, and here we go. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> and it is all over. Um, I did mention Lola has been a pro at this point for already 15 years. That's not 15 for me. Yeah. That, that actually brings me to a point of a note I made here because I just know, I don't know how I've never really thought about this, but Lola somehow looks simultaneously like an old man and a baby. <laughs> he fucking does. <laughs> now, every time someone sees Lola, they're not unseeing that because I fucking can't. And we mentioned Goldie. Rogan, this yep. is uh, before Rogan lost his passion for this job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't help but feel that he's been one and a half feet out the door for a while. For now. a while now. Yeah. In fairness, I think even fighting could probably get boring if you're just sitting ringside every I'm, single UFC event. Know, man, like, when you're getting stoned all day on a podcast with awesome ass people like Duncan Trussell, yeah, I think fighting would be like, yeah, yeah I'd rather be getting stoned than Duncan Trussell. Do you get fucking ringside seats for these fights? Same as Merchant, like, ripped on him for being, like, smashed and probably on high on coke, but, like, why not? Like, <laughs> In fairness, like, we've pretty much every fight we review, I'm probably going to say, yeah, I was drunk the first time I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder, Larry Merchant. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rogan's probably on a 10. The yeah. stats, did you look at the stats? It's almost identical. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't get a chance to look at the stats for this one. Yeah. So we had Big John as the referee. Big Shrek-looking motherfucker here. Judges were Derek Cleary, Chris Lee, and Tony Weeks. Yeah. I always wonder, is that the Tony Weeks that's a boxing referee? referee. I don't know. I, I think it hmm. is. And uh, we get Bruce Buffer. What's your opinions on Bruce Buffer? Takes I, too damn long. I, 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 I yeah. much prefer Martinez. So do I. I used to get ripped on like forums and Facebook posts saying how much I didn't like him. He sucks. He just fucking yells. I can't understand what he's saying. He does have impeccable taste in jackets, though. I just, you know, <laughs> I got to bring that up. 
If you put one of his jackets on Dom Lau from one championship, it'd just be far better. That's the guy even looks like Dominic Cruz. <laughs> yeah, I much prefer. Um, who's the other? Michael? Michael? Michael Buffer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just got a smooth voice, eh? Hey? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. yell shit at you. But again, have we, since the last fight we reviewed, have we checked that he is, in fact, human? Because I'm still pretty convinced he's a robot. Michael or Bruce? Michael. Like, well, he hasn't aged today in like 20 years, so there's that. So either that or like Botox, but you know. Yeah, probably Botox. Lots of Botox. And uh, the innocent and Botox. So the bell goes. Round one starts. Wait on. Right? I forgot this last time as well. You've got to say about any biases oh, we yeah. have before the fight. Um, I was always a big Carlos Condor fan. I was a big Robbie Lawler fan too, probably Condor more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I think this is one fight where I don't think I have bias. I'm just a huge fan of both guys. Bad bias going into the fight, and since then, I really like uh, Carlos Condit. But I also really thought that Robbie Lawler had a bunch of really lucky decisions, and that's probably yeah. gonna. We'll we'll get to those in the future, I imagine. Yeah. Some of those, anyway. Just two great guys to fight each other. Yeah. One guy Styles. is super technical in Carlos Condit, and then and Vol is just violent. Violent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty much like him, nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, so round one goes. I will say straight off the bat, I didn't I'm this fight wasn't exactly like I remembered it. It was no. a little slow, like first minute. And then Lola goes down early, like a minute and a bit in. But he doesn't look too hurt. Yeah, he sort of face planted but then just bounced back up. Yeah. So. yeah. The story of this round is on a lot of the rounds is uh condit's busy he throws lots heaps sort of the whole story eh? and um surprised me that like condit started off the round by sort of moving to the outside and keeping his distance but straight after the knockdown he was taking the center yeah like always yeah. pressuring forwards and lawler sort of wasn't fighting as he usually did and when we they do show the replay of that knockdown between rounds and it doesn't look, it almost looks more like a push slash off balance kind of thing. It's not like a big one punch down kind of thing. Yeah, the, the way he fell definitely made it look a lot worse, yeah, but so made him look far, far more hurt than he was. It was a slow start with some, some nice moments in him. Yeah, it picks up. Feeling out round, but. It picks up towards the end of the round. But yeah. I'd gone at landing some pretty nice combinations at the end of the round, and yeah, it was. Doing what he usually does, just working hard. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I couldn't hear. Um, maybe it was just the TV I was watching. I couldn't hear the corners comments between the rounds. No, I, could, I think I got like There's one little... time or something that I caught what they said. Yeah, it seems like the, the UFC shows them at the same time. They're playing them both at the same time. So yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So round two. So round two... Lawler started off by trying to take the center again. Didn't really last out of a long time. Yeah, he does land a brutal body kick early and it's really loud. It's like a yeah. shotgun going on. I've definitely taken note of that. Just got good body kick. So I think we all saw the yeah. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they mentioned the condit knee injury versus Woodley. Have you guys actually seen that fight? Don't think so. No, no. I don't think I haven't. I've never seen it. I, I've always, it was immediately after this fight, Woodley got the next title fight, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So I wonder if it was a close fight or it was competitive before his knee went out. I've never seen it. I should go back and watch it.
Actually, one thing I started to realise in this round was that the game plan for Condit seems to be both um, finish your combinations with a kick and yeah. spam kicks, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah just follow him. Yeah. Follow him. In this round, Condit goes down, and this one is a legit big yeah, punch knockdown. He, <laughs> he needs a hell of a yeah. shot. He recovers pretty well, though. Like he, he does. I, I know and, the fight that hit the mat for a while, but yeah. Carlos managed to pop up. Yeah, he didn't actually do a great deal on the ground. A lot lower that is. Oh. Yeah, Joe Rogan brought up a good point saying how um how dangerous Condit is off his back. Yeah. And I think it comes into play with Lawler's entire game plan. He's, look, uh, I think before the get fight, he, they said he had, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before the fight, they were saying um, Lawler has 80% takedown effectiveness. 80. Yeah. yeah. So ordinarily, you'd be thinking, look, have takedowns part of your plan. But I think yeah. because of that danger off his back, that wasn't part of the plan. I think also the shape of, like, Condit's like the wrong shape to go into heaps of takedowns against Lawler. He's and tall. He's like real long. Yeah. yeah. He's 6'2, I yeah. think. Yeah. Even though, like, Lawler has the big knockdown in this round, the punch stats are still fucking hugely wide. But that's just because, like, the spam, like you said, like, he's just throwing constantly. But um, for the rest of the round, I think when Condit's moving forward, he just starts, you know, walking into shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote that as well. Carlos is rushing a lot at the end of the round. I got Robbie Swiss starts swinging in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's a really nice shot. Yeah, with like a minute to go, Lawler's landing big. Getting to round three. And this is what I mean about Goldberg. He says, you could make the argument that this is tired heading into round three. It's like, they were two very easy rounds to score. But like, <laughs> it's, like, it's very clearly one apiece at this point. Like, this was like one of the only times I actually caught what the corner was saying and it wasn't anything too insightful for us. It was just Robbie Lawler's corner saying, body motion, don't wind up too much. What did Condit's corner say? Didn't catch it. <laughs> he is Greg Jackson, right? Yeah, uh, I think he is. Yeah, he's yeah. So he's yeah. something like, breeze. Breeze. <laughs> 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 I think a stat came up at this point that um, Carlos Condit had finished uh, 28 of his 30 wins at this point, which is unreal. That is unreal. That is yeah. really good. Yeah, you said before Rogan saying Condit's good off his back. I'm yeah. taking his word for it because I don't know, but hmm. Rogan said that about fucking everyone who gets knocked down. <laughs> he's like, anytime a fight goes to the ground, he'll be like, this guy is dangerous off the back. Unless it's like Stephen Thompson. Yeah. That's true. And like, well, Damien Myers, a really extreme example of being good at jiu-jitsu, he submitted Condit in like 10 seconds. Yeah, so. yeah. Maybe not so good off his Yeah, back. I used to say that about Machida, but I only ever saw him submit one person. Yeah, he even said it about Roy Nelson all the time. <laughs> so he's actually a really good jiu-jitsu. I think he'd be better on top than <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking suffocated. Yeah, so round three is kind of more volume. Yeah, more, I'm, more just, volume. I'm just now realising, taking notes after a long night at work, probably not the best time to do it. <laughs> no. I yes. think... Also, it's hard to take notes in this fight because, like, all of my notes for every round are, like, Condit spamming kicks. Yeah. <laughs> there is a moment in this round, about one thirty in, where Condit does look hurt again and Lawler starts landing well again. And this is kind of where the fight begins to turn into, like, the potato fest that I remember it being yeah. the first, first got, time I watched I've it. I've literally got, like, Lawler with a solid elbow <laughs> shot, Condit with a combo and then a head kick to me. Like, it's just... They're just throwing at each other. Yeah. 
I think Gondor went for a flying gate at some point, point. Yeah. I think he landed. Yeah. He, he doesn't, that's a, that's a big thing in this fight, like, he doesn't land a lot, like, he just, lots of airstrikes, especially air kicks. Mm. There's, like, a half attempt to take down in this round, which is, like, first of the fight. But, um, again, Lawler's game plan was, seemed to be just sit back and count it. Yeah, I yeah. think his, um, his team must have accounted for how Conduit was just going to throw heaps of volume. And by this point, Conduit was bleeding from the nose a bit. Nothing serious there. I thought this was a tough round to score, but I did start to question some of the stats, the punch stats, around this point when they mentioned him because... Charles like is, 30 Charles, punches to two and shit like yeah, that. He's like kicking air a lot. And I guess the dude, the dude being there pressing the button, he has a tough job. But, but I, I thought that would be off. As a concept, though, I don't think they're reliable. No, because it's dumb. Like, and it doesn't matter. It's done live, you know, yeah. going there's back a, and revealing the footage. And, and, and there's a big fucking cage. And there's a difference yeah. between yeah. landing a punch and landing a punch. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Lots of, like, tapping the gloves and shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, same as, and the knockdowns show that, like, there's Condit knocking down Lawler, and then there's Lawler Lock knocking down Condit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, round four. I've still got on my notes here. Still tons of air swings by Condit. Like, he's still, he's throwing lots, but... I don't know how much he's doing. And even the, I think even Rogan mentions it at one point during this round that he's not landing a lot. Maybe it's Goldie, I can't remember. Probably Rogan, because Goldie wouldn't say something as insightful as that. Well, Condit got some probably not great advice from his corner. It was long kicks, long strikes, stay on game plan. Is that what he was doing? Anyway? Yeah, he's stuck <laughs> it. Look, give him credit for one thing. He stuck to his game plan really well for the whole fight, but there was probably a point where he... Maybe should have changed it up. Yeah. Yeah. They mentioned, do you remember around this time where, like, especially when Connor was getting big, they mentioned the, the movement coaches and everyone was doing that for a while? Yeah. And and I just um, kept thinking about, like, dear. Yeah, <laughs> touch touch yeah, we were speaking about that as well. But, um, Rogan's saying about all these benefits it's bringing to people. Did we ever really say it bring a benefit to anyone? I don't, like, what exactly was the point of it? It's just like, was it. I think it's literally just like touch a bit flexible. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with a bit of touch bum. There's sorts of guys... Arrested and go to jail. There's sorts of guys come up with some dubious claims for the benefits of what they're doing there. Yeah. I've got a note here about Condit doing something pretty impressive, which I've got asterisks, so I know what it is, but <laughs> I was uh, writing it while looking at the TV and I can't read what I wrote. <laughs> Must have been good. <laughs> yeah. That was probably the key to this whole fight, eh? And you, really, you just missed out a trip there. Yep. This round is more of the story of the fight. Lawler lands big, Condit lands more. If you believe Compu Box, which we obviously don't, they've got Condit landing 247 to 69. Oh, shit. Do they call it Compu Box in MMA? Uh, I think it's Compu Strike. Oh, Compu Strike. <laughs> of course it is. Much of merchants. Yeah. It's the same thing, yeah. Strike! Um. We're going to the last round. Yeah, round five. Lawler comes out fucking swinging crazy. <laughs> and he eats a counter, and then Carlos kind of takes over and starts beating the shit out of him pretty badly. And uh, Lawler's looking pretty gassed with about three, three minutes to go here. And I'm, I was thinking it might have got stopped at this point. I was, Lawler looked fucking wrecked. Yeah. I was uh, thinking it could have. It was, if you didn't get stopped, we were looking at ten eight round. This was a really yeah. Well, this is a hard round to score for me because both guys tired, both guys swinging. Yeah, well, both guys started looking pretty urgent. About yeah, yeah, both of them to, they needed. There is a big, 
There's a big right hand by Lawler with the, like minute 40 or so left that changes the momentum of this round heavily. Heavily. Yeah. And it just turns into a fucking potato fest. <laughs> just, because of Lawler. Yeah, well, they just flog the shit out of each other. And then Condit starts to look at And Lawler's just pouring it on. Yeah. And the rest of the round, I thought was really just Condit. Condit was really wobbled. He was, he looked stuffed. He looked like he was going to struggle to survive. Yeah. And Lawler was just hammering away. Yeah. I think the only reason he didn't get the knockout was because he was so stuffed at yeah. that point. And then uh, the bell goes and they just look both wrecked on the cage, like next to each other. Both hoping yeah. they did enough to win. Yeah. So it, uh, that was probably the hardest round to score, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Because just because Condit was ahead for so much of it yeah. until Lola landed that big shot. Yeah. The fight ends and the official cards come in. Do you have them? Yeah, I do. It, just before that, we had Joe Rogan saying that was one of the best rounds in worldwide history, which got I agree. That was yeah. a sick that round. Was a, absolutely. Um, he thought that, um, I think it was him saying Waller might have needed a knockdown. Can't remember if I'm remembering that right. He thought that Robbie was too economical going into the round, and then he definitely turned that around for round five. Yeah. yeah. All right, just finding my scorecards. So, and the official scorecards were... Weeks had it 48-47 for Condit. Lee had 48-47 for Lawler. And Derek had 48-47 for Lawler for a split decision win. Yeah. So, well, so what was your scorecard? My scorecard? I'm just uh, – all right, I didn't do a tally at the end. Yeah. Uh, so I, I see you are good maths too. <laughs> <laughs> There's two episodes in there. <laughs> Which, oh, wait, I did do a tally. That's your guard. Got 48-47 for Robbie Lawler. Oof. I had 48-47 Carlos Condit. Oh. I didn't sound like you'd have that after the way we broke down those rounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had it dead even going into the last round. So did I. So did I, yeah. So my final oh, score that last round was very yeah, difficult to score, and I, I'm not one to typically do this because I try and avoid it at all cost. but I scored the last round 10-10. <laughs> We've got majority a majority draw. draw. We've got a majority draw. They probably deserved it, to be honest. Yeah. So post, post notes, great fight. Yeah. I mean, I guess what did everyone take away from it that maybe you didn't take away from it the first time other than oh, we were sober? My, my main <laughs> takeaway is... Uh, I remember being, like, outraged when the decision was announced at the time. Carlos won, like, four rounds. No, like, yeah. that fight legitimately, legitimately could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like that as well first time, and I yeah. wanted Condit to win, so. Yeah. yeah. But the first note I've got written down after the fight finished was, tough fight, I think we'll all have it differently. Yeah. I didn't think we'd all have. Legitimately differently. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing, like, Note here is I remembered this fight in my mind. Round five was the whole fight, but it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was round five. Was round five, and I guess the end of round four was. I, I I gotta say that as far as welterweight fights go, that fifth round was just probably the best round in that division. I mean, that was. And you're right. Like round five, it's a round of two halves. The only reason I did give it to Condit was because I thought his period of domination was a little bit longer in that round. But if you, yeah, gave it to, if you gave it to Lawler, like, I, would be I, bad. Yeah. I had it, I agree, but then I had, like, the damage Lawler was doing in that last in that last phase, and it was long enough 
to to work. Yeah. It's not like you know one guy's kind of winning the round for four and a half minutes. Last thirty seconds, yeah. the other guy's got him almost out, but there's not enough time to say he worked yeah. that round. So each of us thought it was even going into that round, and it was without a doubt the hardest round to score in that fight. Yeah. And um, I don't think there's any issue with it really. Yeah, like I said before, the strike stats are misleading. And this is how you can get people complaining about decisions. It's like if you look at hypothetical punch stat of 100 punches landed to 10, the guy who landed 10 punches can still win the fight. Yeah. You yeah. Can, like you, if the guy could land 100 punches in one round and the other guy lands five, like two in 10 rounds. Yeah, if one guy's throwing... That will never happen, but... The, Shows you how it can have. You know, one guy can throw thirty jabs, then yet his face still looks like the fucking minced meat. Yeah. So what me and Trevor spoken about was this fight really got to try to decide whether he's scoring quantity or quality of shots. Yes. Yeah. Lawler was f- throwing much less than he usually does. Yeah. And but he uh, landed heavy. Yeah. Few really heavy. Yeah. yeah. But I think he summed it up best. He said hey, there were two winners tonight. Yeah. Probably yeah. right. Well, definitely right. Um, Although technically, you know, the guy that walks away with the belt is the winner, so even it's probably the one officially. He got the shiny thing, all right. So <laughs> my verdict on the judging is: this is not a bad decision at all. No, this legitimately could have gone either way. Yeah, it's one of those fights where you go, "I really don't envy yeah. judges." And I wasn't, I wasn't outraged upon this viewing as I was when I watched it live. No, yeah. no. I, I was absolutely blown away by this fight. I thought yeah. it was really fun. Absolute banger. It's definitely a must watch. Unfortunately, yeah. not free on YouTube like uh, UFC started to yeah. release lately, but Need you got fight, fight pass. Yeah. I thought it was worth mentioning here after the fight. Neither man was the same after this fight. Lola was probably not the same before this fight, but this finished him. Immediately after this, Robbie Lawler loses the title, a first round knockout to Tyron Woodley, and since has gone two and five. Wow. And also, Carlos has also gone two and five after this, and he's recently retired. retired. And I think Lawler should probably join him in retirement. Yeah. I, he's I, still good, he's just not that sort of level he wants to be at. No. I, I he's also, what's he, 38, 39 years old now? Yeah. I don't want to see Robbie Lawler go down that. The BJ Penn or Diego Sanchez route. The BJ Penn is the saddest one. It is. Yeah. You end up getting knocked out by like, just a random dude on the street one time. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> but that being said, Lawler did win his last fight, albeit against Nick Diaz, who hasn't fought since before this fight. Well, Nick Diaz's last fight was Anderson Silva, wasn't it? Before this, this one. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that was that 2014, 2015, but, maybe. Yeah. Nick yeah. did have a long layoff because, you know, they punished him for smoking marijuana drugs. Yeah, and I think he's... So much worse than steroids. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real performance in that I feel like he's got other issues as well. He looks kind of scattered. I... Yeah. Probably all that weed, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't he claim that, like, GSP poisoned him? Yeah, he did. In, in like, an interview? Yeah, amongst, yeah. amongst just a bunch of incoherent rambling. Yeah. Aliens going, no, that's GSP. That's GSP. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, you're just sleeping, George. After this, so they were saying about the um, uh, miocic Alovsky fight being on the undercard, I was just thinking from the highlights, it was one of those fights where um, 
Herb Dean sort of makes them think it's over. So I think like Stepe ran up, jumped on the cage, and then Herb's like, no, the fight's still going on. <laughs> ran back and give him, give him one more. So I think that'd be an interesting one to look at from the uh, stoppage review yeah. sort of perspective. Was that um, Miocic's last fight before he fought Vidum for the heavyweight title? It must have been around that time. I think so. I remember there being someone who was fighting for the title coming off a loss. But, uh, no, Miocic won. Oh, Miocic, sorry. Yes. What am I thinking of then? I don't know, maybe I'm making shit up. <laughs> Probably. Is that, a, is that a wrap for this one? Yeah, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. So, if you're watching on YouTube, do the old like, subscribe, ring the notification bell. Um, and look for us where you get your podcasts from. Cheers. 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 Tell you.